That's what I'm talking about, son. Get you some of that. That old pie. Woo-hoo! Looky there. There's your bug-eyed big one right there. Getting started. We're getting started. Here's what I'm talking about. Gosh dang gorilla. Let's go, baby. Straight meat. God, look at that big one. All right, everybody, welcome into the show tonight, and uh, on the air, we're going to have uh, Jeremy DeHart. This is the BAM Pod, and he is the owner of the Apex Tour, or in, well, I guess it's Wild West in general, so it's yeah. Wild West with the Apex Tour up there. He's the owner of it, and we're going to um, we're gonna talk to him about some of the new stuff coming up, so welcome in, sit down, and let's get this thing started. Jeremy, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate that, Ed. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're um we're coming up on the new season. It's November, so everything's kind of winded down. Every I think most of the championships are done. Most of the things like that are, you know, maybe there's a few, but for the most part it's all done. But we're looking into next year. Um I know that there are some good things coming up with your um with your events, whether it's the Wild West teams, the Wild West in general, Apex, all the you know, all the different things and I'd love to just talk to you about what some of the things are coming up and some of the hurdles we kind of you jumped through this year with fishing game, maybe later on we'll talk about that. Some of the you know some of the really exciting things coming up, sponsors. So let's just jump into it, and uh, you know maybe right. you can talk us into some of the you know the new things that we can look forward to, and you know Wild West, Apex, everything. So okay, yeah, for uh, well we have the championship uh, that'll take place this weekend for the 2022 season on the pro am side, and yes, the Wild West Bass Trail um, has a number of uh, properties that are underneath the title um so but apex being the elite of of what we do on that side um you know there's a lot of things i guess we can just start off with the process and how it was uh uniquely different um for the the uh permit process from fish and game i thought that flower and uh and the group over there at california department of fish and wildlife did a great job um this year uh given the circumstances the way the communication went through um the process in which we met and were able to walk out with uh with dates immediately so i mean you know four or five hours beats about a month and a half so yeah. you know that's that's a, that's always positive it helps business um on everybody's part so yeah it was it was good to meet in person and they are fine-tuning a few uh regulations that will be implemented in the future um, and some of which will be implemented this year as well. But we have to get the final um, details of those before we put those into our um, categories of operating tournaments. But uh, all in all, I think we should be able to work around that and uh, and it'll be safe there. Is it um, are, are they things that are they things that affect the, fish, the fishermen mostly or are they just like the, the back scenes, the way you guys have to do the way that you have to run the events? Some of it will be running the events. There may be one or two things, and mostly it's centered around Clear Lake. Um, oh, okay. Just because of, you know, water will solve a lot of issues. So <laughs> we're, you know, we're all in uh, preparation for that. It looks like we may get some nice rain or snow pack here this weekend. We'll mm -hmm. see what's up. Um, but, yeah, that's – that's it It shouldn't change too much of our operations. Okay. Um, it may have a, a change here or there as far as ramp availability. 
I do know that there's going to be some changes at uh, Bridge uh, Big Break Marina, mm-hmm. um, and so those those things may affect some of our event um, operations when we get there. So. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's get you. You know, let's go back in and and, and hit some of these. Uh, you know, the tournaments coming up. What the you know what's everything's looking like for you guys as far as you know? Did you get your dates? Did you get all your mm. you know everything going? <laughs> uh, I think I think all in all, we 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 walked away pretty happy with our schedule. Um, I think it's a it's a good solid schedule for the pro am side. Um, with Apex with Kayak Pro Tour, we can you know maneuver that around, and it's very unique. So that kind of isolates itself. Um, okay. our decisions are based on that for the, some of the events, but they're not, you know, conducted with, with the Western bass shootout that we have coming up in April with the apex pro tours, 2022 championship that'll take place, um, in, in the early, early part of the year. Mm-hmm. So those type of things we have to fit into our schedule as well. Um, but all in all, got a great team schedule, got a good program schedule apex. Uh, I think the boys will be happy with that over there and uh pretty pretty unique and uh you know we've got we've got some good dates with um the kayak pro tour coming up as well so we'll be announcing that and you have so and you have a big push like last year i know you were talking about um you had a big push with the i think the high school level right so you're that's one of your big big things too and that's looking good this year and yeah we just wrapped up with the uh, Wild West Bass Trail Youth Series um, mm-hmm. Championship. It took place uh, at Lake Havasu uh, in Arizona. And, uh, you know, we had a good turnout from the Ion area with the hook team um, of youth kids. There was, I think it was uh, 20-some teams that came out and, and participated. So it was it was good for them. Um, good, good like to have that championship at. We'll see where it goes from there, but I do know that we're going to be putting those e- events in conjunction specifically with some of our others so that we can bring a big show. Um, you know, we want the kids to have fun, the, the, the kids programs that we're going to be conducting within apex. Um, and after the, you know, three day event where we can kind of bring in the community. So there'll be a lot of different things to enhance and add to what we already do. Um, and a lot of that is community based kid based and all those fast trail youth series. Okay. That's awesome. You know, that's, that's, you know, I don't know. It's, it's the future, and we 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 need to bring yeah. them up and make them show, you know, and, and give them something to look forward to. And when you can make them a big event, or they can go to a big event, or you know, feel right. like they're in something like that, it really ins- you know inspires them to do more. And it's like, hey, that was a you know that was a blast. I want to do that every year. So right, you know, trying to get yeah, out they, there. Those those kids are pumped. They did yeah. have a a pretty good attitude about it. There was it was tough fishing, but uh, I didn't see anybody give up. So that's good. Yeah, that's you know, and that's that's awesome. You know, that's so that's the way it should be. Go out there, have fun, don't give up on it, and and just just keep driving because Havis is not an easy lake all the time. No, it can have its trick, <laughs> and it was not easy for the kids this time, but it was good. Yeah, it was ended up being pretty good, so that's good. Um, now you know, getting back into some of the stuff coming up, is there any major changes that you did to the to the circuits at all, as far as you know how you know where you're going, or I mean, just any major changes at all um there's there's some sponsor um driven features that we'll add to this we've got uh with the help of a lot of of uh, wild west bass trail staff and um set up we've we've got a whole new setup for the weigh-in process okay um should be very angler friendly 
it'll be uh, expediting a lot of what we do. Um, okay. So, you know, where we we're able to keep up with a few things, but this will be a nice, even flow more so than what we even have now. It's been pretty good. Randy and the group's been doing a good job with that, but uh, we're going to add a few enhanced features to that. So now is that for <laughs> everything for all of your events or is that just going to be for apex? Is that. Uh, that'll be uh, apex is unique because it's the, mm-hmm. you know, it's the way quali- dual qualification and, uh, but it should have the same end of day result as far as weigh in process. Okay. So you're still, you're still, you're not changing. It's not going to be a flat board weigh in or anything like that. Out the with the team events or the, the pro no. events or anything like that. It'll, just, it'll still be a weigh in. Right. That's okay. correct. Mm-hmm. I know you can't give away any of the apex spots or anything like that, but does it look good this year? Yeah, it looks really good. I think it's uh, the schedule spread out. Well, it uh, mm-hmm. is built to accommodate the other events that we have going on. Um, it's, you know, we never know what's going to happen in the economy. Right. Uh, that's always, you know, up in the air, but we hope that it's, uh, it's flexible enough for everybody to continue to, to do that. And we have to always monitor, you know, our environment, right. what's, what's going to work, what's not going to work, what is conditions. Um, you know, it's a unique situation. And what we do a lot of times is people's livelihoods, but it's also people's hobbies. So right. it's a, it's kind of an even way there. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely plenty of guys out there that do both, you know, they, they work yeah. jobs or whatever, then come out and do this as a, as a, as, I don't know, maybe trying to make it a career, but at the same time, you know, understanding that something else has to pay the bills sometimes. That's correct. And we have to be sensitive to that as well. So, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, I, I, you know, I've always applauded your guys' circuit just because of the way you've done it and the way that it's come out and just everything's been spot on. I mean, you've had great numbers of anglers that are interested in it. Um, all the way up to just when you, when you're there, it does, it goes fast. It goes, you know, you're, you're in and out and, and it's very professionally run. And I, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, we've we've got you know the lock it in feature this year was very successful, more so than what I thought it would be. So it's uh, you know, we we've got a good set group of uh, followers for the pro am and team series. So looking forward to that. That yeah, that should be that should be good. Um, did you hit the numbers you thought you'd hit? Pretty close, yeah. Pretty close. Pretty close. We did open it up for um, just a few of the the uh, the open season, but um, mm-hmm. it is it is very close, yeah. Now, um, a couple of things you talked about right there was this, uh, one of the things you said was that you kind of have a special event coming up, the Wild West or the Western Open Challenge. Is that what it was? Western Bass Shootout. Western Bass Shootout. So yeah. um, you have that event and then you also have last year it was called the Spartan 580 this year, you know, yep. because of Aaron. Um, this year, you maybe you're going to have that bring that back again and – you know, how was that event overall taken, the the Spartan? I think a lot of people, and I'll be honest here, I think a lot of people might have been somewhat confused by it a little bit. But it was it was built to be grueling. It's on a massive body of water, the Columbia River. It is a unique um, opportunity. It is nine straight days. And it, it'll take a beating on staff as well as, as the anglers every single day, but, um, you know, it was, it was good because it was community driven. We mm-hmm. had three communities involved. Um, it was an honor of, of Aaron and, and basically the Ironman of, of what we were doing. And, um, you know, we can, we could talk about 
the Spartan again next year, it's going to be more of um, the name, mm -hmm. maybe not as long right. and continuous, but um, it'll always have a unique twist to it because we're consistently working in the background to try to make something, um, you know, unique. And it makes it good for show, a TV show. Right. It makes it good for publicity, media coverage, and so on. Now, that was that was taped and filmed. and bought, Is it out already? You yeah, it's on it? the Pursuit channel. Um, there's okay. three There's three parts to the Spartan 580. Okay. Um, it does cover a lot of detail there, a lot of uh, unique, unique fish catches. It's it's fun. So it'll be – We right now we've been through the, um, the Mojave Pyramid event. Okay. Then we went into Trinity, and I think Trinity's airing right now. And then it'll go to three episodes of the Spartan 580. So, and then everything goes into Pursuit Up, which okay. is a streaming system, Outdoor Action TV, which is okay. streaming on demand, and then also Wild West Bass Trail YouTube channel. So, okay, so with those, still, those so three the, locations. So Trinity's still coming, or should be playing it's now. On, and then there's it's one. Now. Okay, and then there's one more event that will go three more days or whatever on a different lake. Yeah. And then, and then we have, so we have, it was Mojave Pyramid okay. first two weeks. Then the oh. second two weeks is Trinity. And then the third two weeks would be Spartan 580. It would go two weeks for part one, two weeks, part two, two weeks, part three. And then we final, finally wrap it up with the um, uh, San oh, El Cap and San Vicente. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But and, so, <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and then, then, and it goes to, and then after that, it goes to Pursuit Up, and then people can download it and, and watch it all, all at once, stream it basically. Yep. Live. <laughs> Whatever you got to, yeah. Right. Binge watch that sucker. <laughs> yeah. So. And there's some, you know, uh, we got Nick Salvucci, we've got uh, Thomas Kanemoto from P Line, we've hmm. got uh, Ken Ma, we've got a bunch of other shows that, that are on up there that, uh, you know, are in the process. So, I'm sure everybody knows the end result of who won, but how they did it is where we capture the action. Yeah, as I say, that's the that's the fun part is watching what they do yeah. to actually get there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, how has it been TV wise as far as your you know your ratings and things like that? I mean, it, has it been good on the Pursuit Channel? Yeah, it's very good on the Pursuit Channel. There are a lot of eyeballs, and it, our demographic really comes down from the uh, Texas South area. Yeah. That's okay. That's uh, I would say probably 65% of our viewership is from there. And that goes to just basically the strength of anglers wanting to know how the West Coast guys do it. <laughs> I mean, they're so successful as they move, you know, on the bigger tours like Bass or, or right. or wherever they go. But it's, it's like, okay, how do you do that? Or what techniques? And they're, all, they are very diligent in learning. Um, so we do find that that seems to be a consistent number down there in that area. Um, when then our California, Arizona, Nevada, Washington, Oregon area, that's this where that picks up the rest of the numbers, but it is very strong. Um, the, uh, the analytics generally come out after the first fourth quarter. So probably sometime mid first quarter, we'll get some of the ratings. Um, okay. and then the streaming, the streaming stuff, we just get all those, um, and the analysis off that as it comes out. Yeah. we have a process that we call Simple Price, Simple Process. And what that means is we take our lowest and best price and we post it on every single car. There's no back and forth. And by Simple Process, what that means is when you meet somebody, um, they can handle every aspect of what you do in your car transaction buying experience from beginning to end. 
Okay. Yeah, that's good. I just, you know, you, I know it's always a strive to make it to maybe one of the, you know, the, the, I guess one of the big networks or whatever, but yeah. is that, do you ever see that going that way? Um, yeah, I think so. I, there's certain sponsors that come on board, um, you know, will put us in a different category as far as where it is and availability. And some of the larger networks have to have a place for you as well. Right. Um, you know, with our specific um, show and, and the content changes and the way you film it has to be a little bit different. So there are some twists and turns with that as you move on to those other ones. But mm -hmm. uh, we are built to go there anytime we need to. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the other things you kind of mentioned in there was, the, you know, some people moving on to some of the bigger events. And I've talked to, I've talked to a couple of the guys, you know, now that I've asked them about coming, you know, coming and fishing this, staying over here, fishing mm -hmm. the Apex. Fishing. Do you see yourself being up there with, you know, maybe one of the top threes, top fours, um, as far as a drawing tour like that? Or do you just uh, not, never going to be able to go? real big like i would how would i put this and i don't i don't say i don't say this as in an arrogant statement i don't say this as feeling like we're even close we're consistently always working mm -hmm. to try to make things better um however i think for the west coast we are we are up there with the with the tops okay um for our area um, if we were to go back to the Midwest or East Coast, of course, you know, it would probably be number three, four, five. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I, and I don't ever look at it that way. We always, like I said, we always are striving to be better. And um, whatever somebody may say as far as a customer, if a customer says, hey, we think, they, you know, they're, they're number one or whatever the case is, great. We appreciate that. It means we're doing something right. Right. But uh, as far as, as, you know, putting a number on it, I just feel like we... We do well. We have a unique base that's different than anyone else. If I was to pull numbers from other organizations, you would probably see our crossover rate, believe it or not, below 20%. Wow. And that's with our West Coast anglers. Mm -hmm. We just have different customers. Right. Every series. So um, it's kind of hard when you're when other series are pulling different numbers, you know, we and it's always probably a revolving door, you know, 10 to 15% will have life happen. Mm -hmm. And then 10 to 15% are going to come in. So, um, you know, that's just the, the nature of what we have and, and are operating with, I feel. So I think that's more of a better answer is, you know, yeah. we are all, we are all different. Yeah. There's a, di I mean, it's, it's, it's West coast and it is harder yeah. to get, you know, it's not like you go over to, Oh, I don't know, Alabama or something, open the doors and every, you know, everybody flocks in because they just want to fish right. something. You know, it's, it's and Kay, Kay does a great job over there with the Bass the Alabama mm -hmm. Brass Trail. She's sold out in what 20 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, she does a great job. Good for her. That's impressive. Um yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, with that kind of leading in, um, you know, last year we talked and how many anglers did you have on the Apex tour last year? Uh, 40, I want to say it was either 46 or 47. Now you were going to go, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, your cap was going to be 58. Yeah. Like you, were, you were just going to say, nope, that's where we're going to be at. It's 58. We're not going to go any higher yeah. for, for the for, for source foreseeable future. Now, will that kick in yeah. this year 
or is that yeah that's that's going to be and and you know a lot of people last year we worked it where we took the full i think it was 15 spots that we went down um that was that was due to just continuing that process first year up with certain criteria second year with certain criteria this year i invited the the 10 that were see so top let's say out of the top 10 five were already apex guys Mm -hmm. so we take them out anyway now we have 10 spots to fill so we went down to 15 15 we invited those 10 okay and we'll see where the numbers completely finish up but uh you know i'm i'm really liking to see what i see but that's that's where it's at it is is being designed and developed to be that top tier we want those guys to want to be here and they're going to strive to be there. And the way they are going to go through it is, you know, pro-am or, or qualification. So that's basically it. So, and that, that kind of leads me to that, uh, the next question. That was, <laughs> and I was going to ask you, did anybody, you know, has anybody major, you know, stepped up and said, yeah, he accepted the invitations and yeah, know, these guys are coming in. Yeah, we, we do have that. I'm going to, I'm going to place out a, uh, a full complete list here in the next couple of weeks, um, given the guys that are uh, practicing or have been participating in the, uh, I think even Mark was back at the MLF championship. So yeah. get getting them to have a chance to come home and get settled in and we'll make everything good to go. That's good. That'd be fun to see. I'd like to see who, yep. who, who else qualified, who else made it. And um, with the, you know, with the qualification, I think it's, for me, watching the apex out here, especially, you know, and I've said this to a bunch of the guys that I've interviewed and talked to, and you know, it's like if you're fishing the pro ams and that's your goal now, all of a sudden it's like there's a goal out here. There's something to go to, there's something to make. But I also think it's gonna be very interesting to see if there's only 58 spots, somebody's gonna have to leave before someone else can come. So and that that process does go into effect at the end of this year at the end of this year. Okay. Yeah. So they will have to qualify. Basically they can't, they just won't be there. They have to make sure that they finish above X amount of points or something or that's correct. And then they'll have to go through either a requalification um, or, you know, given circumstance, we do have a couple that'll have some health exemption Mm -hmm. because of life, but um, you know, yeah, that'll be the case. But for the most part, it's going to be, hey, you know, you want to get up here, you want to be here, you got to be, you know, you got to get on it and be in the pro-ams. Because I think that's really the only way to qualify, right, is be in the pro-ams to make That's right. The first first year, um, you know, there may have been some confusion about that. But the first year was, hey, we're starting Apex. Um, There's a lot of different details with this, but we're going to take our angle of the year points from the pro-am side. We're going to take our pro cup, which we were doing. Um, since 2015, 16, I think it was 2016. Hmm. And we took those that had participated through that. And then we also had sponsor exemptions. And there's always a few spots for sponsor exemptions. Um, just because this is how it works. It's got to be right. fluid. It's got to make, we have to be able to provide that percentage back to the anglers so that they can continue to do this at this level. Because it's, right. it's very, it's very, it's very, it takes a lot of dedication 
both financial, emotional, from the family. Um, so it we we do realize that. So we need to make sure that we you know retain that. It is a unique um, structure and the ability, and it's you know something that we're still continuing to develop even now. Right. But uh, we're very close to perfecting to what we would want to play with and and make it work. And we've found parts and pieces that are really fitting into place to to help us to do that, both on a media perspective and network television. How is it, you know, you talk about sponsors and you talk about um, guys coming up. How has it been as far as accepted out here in the West Coast, on the West Coast, you know, California, Oregon, Nevada, you know, all. How has it been accepted by advertisers? Uh, endemic or non-endemic? Either way, actually. I mean, endemic is always, I think, it's important to have that, but non-endemic is where I think you really get the good money from. You yeah. Know, um, well, I would say, I would answer it like this. It puts you, Apex places Wild West Bass Trail at a different level to an endemic sponsor. Before previous two, endemics were like, hey, we need to be there for selling boat or Mm -hmm. or uh, an engine or, you know, graphs or whatever. Now those endemics that were still the same ones that are in those categories, they see it differently because it is bringing out more of those that we are trying to groom to advertise for them. You know, we, that the, the anglers from Apex and our Pro-Am series are really starting to develop some unique characteristics of their salesmanship. Mm -hmm. who they are how they are their appearance their dress you know i mean it's just it's very cool to see um and and they've bought into the program they're rocking it and the endemic side of sponsorships have recognized that and those guys get calls a lot that you know they're getting yeah. calls from the non-endemics they're getting calls from endemics and it's starting to our goal was to help them provide a platform that they can go to their sponsors or a potential sponsor and get their entry fees paid. Right. That, that was the main, that was the main goal to start with. And it is, it is happening. Even in the economy where it's kind of, if, if, if she washing, they're still able to obtain it. And so that's going to help them have those other dollars freed up to, you know, continue with their family life, continue with travel and those type of things and expenses that come along with that. So I, I applaud them. They're doing a great job. Um, you know, as far as non-endemic, you have to have them. And they're very difficult to come by. Um, mm -hmm. But they're very specific and they know the concept of how and what we're advertising for on the television network site. Right. And that's where you attract that. The Bridgeford Foods, um, you know, the A1 Tacticals, those type of companies where you're, you're you know, we even have some locals like Wood, Brother, uh, Wood Brothers and those that um, the non-endemic. Yeah, they may be a local company, but that's also they they have sales from across the West Coast. But then Bridge for Food being on the national brand, mm -hmm. you know, they they have a, a specific they want their brand in people's hands. They want to make sure that those people are going back to Walmart, Kroger, Fry's, wherever the case is where they sell it, purchase it. And it's all based on sales driven uh, concepts. So um, every unique Every sponsor has a unique way that they approach it when they partner with us. So we just make sure that we massage it to make sure that our package is available for them um, and that we provide X, Y, and Z that they need.
Um, you know, it's it just talking about those two things, the endemic, non-endemic, when we when we look at it, you know, the Bridgefords and that sort of thing, it's it's really interesting that you said these guys are starting to really learn how to I guess it's basically they're learning how to sell not only the product but themselves. And when you watch some of the first shows or the first things you did, like you said, the appearance wasn't there. Some of the guys just couldn't speak for anything, you know. But like you said, they're starting to fill that out, and 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 it, what it's going to do for them is, I'm guessing it basically it puts dollars in their pocket, but at the same time, it keeps them at a level where I think when we talked last year about it, it was. I asked you a question about, do you see guys going to be where there is no entry fees? And you kind of led down this path that you just talked about, where it's not going to be that there's not going to be entry fees, but it's going to be that these guys are getting sponsors that are paying their entry fees. Mm -hmm. So yes, they will not have entry fees. And I think that's where you were trying to go last year. And it seems like, and that's what you're seeing now, right? Is that that's, this is come to fruition per se. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we can provide the engine, the platform, and they're doing the work now. They bought into the program. They understand it. They've actually seen the do's and don'ts, the how's and why's, and they've implemented that. And now their recognition is coming forth. And it is, it's like, Hey, okay, we like you, we want this, we want that. Let's, let's work that out. And I don't know all their deals. Right. Um, That's not, that's not my business, but it, I do see the, in the end result. And I see, um, well-spoken, well-dressed, uh, professional-looking anglers out there on the water, and they know. And maybe they came in at a certain point in time and they were skeptical of what was going to take place. Mm-hmm. But two or three events into it, and they're like, okay, this is the real deal. You know, yeah. they get they get through the process, they understand it, and, and the end result is you've got a professional in your hands. So, Bash you, folks. Information is pouring over. If you want to learn more about every lake, how to fish shallow, deep, in between, skipping docks and rocks and cranking, slow wiggling, chatter smattering, you get it at Bash U. We got the best of the best. If somebody's ever caught a bass on something and perfected the technique, we got you covered. Get on Bash U TV, check it out, sign up, be a member, be part of it, folks. Keep learning. I'm Gerald Swindle. Subscribe to Bash U. And and I think that's I think that's one of the biggest things out here is that we just we've I don't think we've ever had that. I don't think we've ever had an organization that tells these guys, you gotta look the part and be the part. But you're offering that to them and telling them if you buy into this, we're going to let you do this. I mean, this is going to be your livelihood if you want it to be if you push hard. I mean, guys mm-hmm. like Ken Ma have, you know, they've stepped up from, you know, he, he, the guy's been out there for a long time doing this. And he, you know, he, he, I'm sure he understood right off the bat, you know, the Ishman Rose and things like that. Those guys have been there. Mark Lassane himself, they've been there. They understand it. But some of the other guys, the Matt Nadus and the, you know, the, even the Zach Thompsons, you know, who've been there for a long time and fished really hard to get there and qualify but they, you know, they never had that. And I think that's so important that you're bringing that and allowing that out here and showing them that, hey, if you step up and do this, you will be successful in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a complete circle. I mean, their right. success is is making us successful, our success, making them successful. It's just the way it works. And it's a full mm-hmm. circle. And and as new guys come in and that, you know, we had a very strong, good 
core group to start with. Right. And a lot of a lot of uh, thoughts and process went into that. And people were like, well, why were so and so and so and so? Well, there number one, there's reasons for it. But number two, we're building. And right. and that's what I've always tried to to emphasize is we are building this. It's not a finished product. Hmm. Um, and there's there's something that may come about that we need to address or change later. Um, I know certain things that we've implemented from last year that we've changed immediately. I mean, last last event, boom, change, change, change. And those types that we have to, because right. I don't want to be stagnant. Um, we, we have never ever since, you know, the start of Wild West Bastro remained stagnant. There's always been something new or an added feature or some sort of way to change, to continue to have that customer base want to be here. And no. so... I've seen that. Com- I've seen that completely with this. I mean, guys are like, "Oh no, I want to be." And if there was because there was last year, there was a lot of questions I got asked by other you know by anglers that was, you know, how come this guy didn't make it or how come that guy didn't make it? And I'm not even going to watch this if this guy isn't there because that's you know, well, it's like you don't know the whole story behind everything. Right. You know, some guys were sick. Some guys just couldn't financially do it. You know, it's not. Like you said before, this is not cheap. I don't care what you do or how you do it. Once you factor in, you know, we're on the West Coast, so we have high gas prices. We've got high, you know, rent. We got high mortgages. We got everything's more expensive here, I think, than a lot of places. So all of that factors in. But it seems like maybe this year, even though things have gotten, I would say, more expensive. Oh, um, my, yeah. (laughs) Right. <laughs> it seems like guys are really looking at it and saying, yeah, I still want to be there. This is mm-hmm. where I want to be because I feel like it can push me. I I guess off of that, the question would be, is this going to push people? I don't want to say, cause you, you talked about retention and you talked a little bit about that, but are you seeing guys that are like using this to step up to the next levels and saying, Hey, you know what, from here we can go, I can go there. Actually, I would honestly state that we have some that have been there and coming here. Right. Now, whether that's because where they live or whether that's because the interest is there because it's something unique. Right. It is a very unique format. Then I hear, excuse me, I hear a lot of ways and it may be confusing to some. It's, uh, is something we're trying to massage to make it more um, easier to follow. Mm-hmm. But once you're in it, if you're an angler in it, it's just competitive, competitive, competitive. And it, it's like a, it's like a, you completely are playing a slot machine that continues to pay. You're not going to get up because it's fun. Right. And uh, you know, that's, that's, I do see a lot of guys and you hear a lot from others. Hey, so-and-so said that they, really thought that was interesting how do we get involved or how can i get there what do i need to do to get there and and they may never come over or they may never make it but just their interest into what we are doing it's it's pretty cool and the, there's there's names high-end names the high high-end or you know pro names that fish the tours back east so that uh, and uh, yeah they're asking I've, about it i've talked to a couple of them and they have yeah. they, they're, they're like hey you know what that's pretty interesting what's going on out there and i said well you know yeah Throw your hat back in the ring and see if you can make there it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, I think it's, I for me, you know, the Apex is just, it's great for a lot of the young kids coming up. You know, you're talking about some of the youth series you have. And when they can look 
at the level they're at right now, where they're they're fishing the high school levels and they're fishing these, you know, these these youth levels, and they're coming up and they're, you know, even the kayak stuff. And these guys are going, they're looking up and they're going, God, this apex thing. This is this is real. This is this is a level I can make it to, and I don't have to travel across the country. I don't have to travel. Oh, I can leave. I can live right here in Rockland and make and make it. And you know, I don't have to skate all over the place. I mean, you got to go to places like you know, Trinity. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, you know, that's there's so many places that are basically unexplored by by tournament organizations out west. We've got a lot of lakes, but that number has to be there so that you can go to those places. If yeah. we were to go there with a the big show, you can't, it just, it won't fish it. It won't hold it. It won't hold three day event. Right. Um, you know, so we do have to take that in consideration, but yes, um, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been a fun journey. It's been a fun, um, opportunity to be involved in, in something that we're growing and building. Yeah. And I'm- that's the push and ambition that I have with it. It's, it's something that I've had a drive for. So when we, when we started rocking this thing out, it's like, Hey, you know, pretty cool. <laughs> um, you know, when you talk about some of those lakes and some of that, you know, having that 58 boat field, is that going to make it, I, I don't know what the, you know, is there something that fishing game says, Hey, you can't have this many on this no. size, or is it just, um, for you guys to run them? Those are really quality numbers. Cause I mean, Thermalito After Bay was, you know, unique <laughs> for sure. Trinity, you know, very unique to go to that lake. Um, but what's funny is that every time you guys go somewhere that's a little obscure, month, two months later on social media, that's all you see is people fishing those bodies of water. Yeah. And that says a lot yeah. for what you are doing out there and how much uh, exposure you're giving these little bodies of water, these little areas. And do you think that that's going to allow for, I guess, something like what Columbia River did, where an entire town comes and says, we want you to come to our water, you know, Almanor. Yes. Like that. We want you to come back there. Have you seen that? Or are you noticing that? that we, we get calls. In? We get calls all the time for that. Okay. Um, and, you know, there for a while, the Columbia River um, with the Tri-Cities in Richland. That was with the Pro-Ams, and they continue to like and see what we did um, or have done. And, you know, Arlington is always right. They, we want you back every year. Mm-hmm. How can you make that work? And, you know, it's like, okay, well, we also, you know, have other places to go. But the, the other communities, places that just get a glimpse of what it is or they watch it on the, on the television um, or streaming, and they say, hey um, – and they'll call the, the the office and they'll say, how do we how do we get to be a part of this? Or mm-hmm. an angler may be associated with that area. And he he talks to somebody there at the tackle shop or the marina and they say, oh, we need to, We really need an uptick in, in, you know, having people come out to the lake. How do we do that? Well, here's this. We haven't even introduced this gem of a water body of water yet. Right. So that we do get those all the time. And uh, you filter through it. You see, OK, some. Yeah, that's that may be reasonable or. Is the community behind it, number one? Do they have lodging facilities? Is there places for the anglers to eat? Proximity to dates and where we're at. You know, there's a lot of different parts and pieces to go into planning the schedule um, in our little world over here. Um, 
and I don't need exact. I don't want exact numbers or anything like that. But if you when they do when you do go to someplace like that, um, like a Trinity or I mean, mm -hmm. I'm guessing the afterbase probably not one that you could you know really track much. But have you heard back from those communities and say, you know what, you guys brought us business? Yeah, we do here, um, and it's generally a month or two after the fact. Like you say, mm -hmm. they're you know that's when they start popping photos up from. Oh, I just went to so and so. But yeah, you do you do get that, and then you get a phone call. Hey, when can you come back? Yeah, and that's you know, and that's and, gratifying. And, and I'm guessing that you know, nine eighty ninety percent of that's been positive to to what you you know to what you're doing, right? That's I I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're seeing an uptick in their their business, their tax, you know, fuel, lodging. Um, whatever the case may be, they're, they're seeing some success in that time frame that we're there. That's, you know, and that's, I, I think for, um, future sponsors, that's, that's probably what they need to see. And that's, yeah. it's a great way for anybody to, um, I guess, get on board or why you should get on board. And, and what you're doing is for me is what you're doing is you're really, I guess, hyping bass fishing in general. Because it's not something that most people think about or most people look at for advertising. I worked in this and I've done it and it's like advertisers look at it and just kind of roll their eyes. They don't know what to think. Yeah, about what is it. that, right? Yeah, they don't they don't understand what kind of a pull or a drive it can really have. Um yeah. but I think that what you're doing is showing that and 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 bringing that out. And then you're not only doing that with the youth or the, or, or the apex alone, but you're doing it with the wild west and the pro-ams and the team events and, and all these different, the kayak stuff, the kayak thing, which is blowing up so much and so crazy. Yeah. Um, and especially in this time of year, or this time of, you know, our, of our lives right now, when we've got these high gas prices and the only thing it takes is a, you know, a truck to go put your, you know, your kayak in the water somewhere, <laughs> you know, get a hotel room. Yeah. Um, how has that been as far as like the growth of, of this, of your business, the kayak series? Kayak series has been very strong. We've had, uh, it's a unique uh, group of anglers. Uh, I, I really tried to learn from them as far as the capacity in which they have their gear, how they operate their gear, what they do, how they arrive at the events all these different things. And then they go out there and they're consistently successful in a short distance that they can travel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're dialed in and they have very strategic placement that they're going to go to because, Oh, I can't only go so far, but then there's some technology that comes into play and there's some new added features to the boats. And then you could deck them out before you know it, you're at $25,000 for a kayak. And, you know, it's all decked out rocking and, and the guy's six and a half miles away from the ramp and he's doing great. I mean, there's, there's, where's the limit? Where's that? But kayak pro tour, the kayak, uh, series and such has been very strong and we've had a consistent, um, growth pattern there as well. Uh, we have a big growth coming in for kayak pro tour. I think we'll have between 30 and 40 kayak pro tour anglers this year. Wow. Um, so we're really excited about that as well. That's impressive. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. that's, a, it's a growing, it's a growing side of it. So that's, that's impressive to have that many, um, really taking advantage of it. Um, as far as, uh, um, I, where was I going to go? So as far as, you know, all the things coming in, everything going, you're growing, you're getting, you know, you're, you're 
everything's have you noticed anything um I guess like with the team events or with the pro events that they're now you're starting to see a few more anglers kind of narrow down and really choose and stay with your brand. Um, yeah, I would say we have a good, good, strong core. Is, is that your question? Like, how, well, how I guess it's, consist- I guess it's more of like, you know, are you, I guess the one event, I think it was what pre pre COVID, you know, you had like the Shasta event. The team event was like what, two hundred and eighty boats or something like that. Two hundred, two hundred thirty-four was, I believe, our highest number on a team event at Shasta. Has has that really stayed pretty close? As far as uh, your numbers are not dramatically dwindling, are you keeping your share? I guess is the best part of what I'm. I guess what I'm asking is how how much of this are you taking up? You know, how much of the of the, the the world of bass fishing on the West Coast are you taking up? Bass Angler Magazine is your guide to better bass fishing. Bass Angler is dedicated to helping you catch more and bigger bass no matter what time of year or where you live. This is not your ordinary fishing magazine. Every issue is jam-packed with 30-plus articles from the world's best bass anglers. Bass Angler Magazine is available at BassAnglerMag.com, Tackle Warehouse, Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, Gander Mountain, Walmart, and better tackle shops everywhere. Bass Angler also makes a great gift for any angler. Get Bass Angler today and start catching more bass tomorrow. Visit BassAnglerMag.com or your favorite tackle shop. This is not your ordinary fishing magazine. BassAnglerMag.com uh, yeah, our numbers, we, we, we set limits within our organization too, where we like, okay, we know we can hit that number specifically right. at locations like Shasta at this time of year, mm-hmm. but we need to make sure it's manageable. It's, it's okay for the anglers. There's, you know, good lighting. Um, you know, you can finish <laughs> in a certain time where the guys can get back and they can go through and, uh, you know, prepare for the next day, right. All these different variables. So we realized those things that came into play and, um, so we scaled it to a point where it's it's more manageable for everybody. Okay, that was that was where I wanted to go with that. Was are you you know is it now that you've seen these events, you're like okay, we you know what, <laughs> two hundred and thirty four is just you know we're finishing in the dark. We got nobody you know nobody's going to be super happy about yeah. it. So now we're limiting it. We're making it a little more. We're watching the resource. Is that I mean, is that some of the things that are you know fishing games kind of watching too? Is that they want to manage these resources? I know Clear Lake has been a hot topic and I've heard of some really weird things that they're talking about. And I don't know if you know anything about any of them, but. Yeah, there's been rumors and, and topics on Clear Lake. Um, we are, we this year are only with a kayak event on Clear Lake. Um, oh. We did not go to um, Pro-Am or team with, with Clear Lake. Just, wow. uh, you know, a lot of unknowns this year and, and uh, it's probably good to let that lake have a little break. Is that um, now? Is that mostly waterwise that you're talking about, or is it? Yeah, the ramps, accessible ramps, waterways, those type of things. So, okay. yeah, and 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 make sure we can adequately supply fish care. You know, conservation, our release boats, making sure everything's, um, you know, working properly, and we're releasing the fish accordingly, and and the ramps are available, and those type of things. It all plays a, it all comes again full circle. Yeah, because that's one of the big things I. Th- think that i heard was that fish care on clear lake specifically has taken it's taking a new turn (laughs) over there yeah 
the fishing game will be very, very um, resilient in how they conduct and monitor the fish care at Clear Lake. And and all all over um from what I'm told so yeah well I'm, yeah and I'm I'm sure it goes for every lake but I think Clear Lake is the one that gets the biggest um I guess the the biggest spotlight put on it between there you yes. know between there and the Delta but but you know it's it's Clear Lake is the one that is so micromanaged I think with everybody right. around it too the people the, the 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 people that live there are watching it and you know and and out there with bones um. You did say something about Big Break. What is there? Is there something going on at Big Break now? Are they changing? Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the phone and run here. Um, Big Break is actually they sold. Oh, questions of having to, and challenges that we're gonna have to um, work through as far as that goes okay is it like is it more of you know what we're just going to change locations for now or, or is it something that you don't know you don't it'll know be we know, we're not sure we're working with the city of, of oakley that's where we um uh, work with as far as the community okay and what what our business uh, agreements are there and so with that they will tell us where and what and how and what's acceptable what's been adjusted or whatever the case may be right so okay well you know it looks like you're getting ready to take off you got to get going yep. um i'm gonna go ahead and we can you know we'll we'll break it a little short here but we'll we'll add okay. an extra commercial um okay <laughs> so jeremy thanks for giving us your time tonight i really appreciate thank it thank you um if you don't know any that much about the wild west or apex or anything else check them out um jeremy Thanks again, and we will talk to you Appreciate again. Appreciate it, man. All right, bud. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we have, uh, you know, that was a great interview with Jeremy, just talking about some of the new stuff coming up, some of the things they've been doing, some of the ways that they're going to change, some of the adding new people. So keep watching for that. And, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in here. Uh, in a little bit, we're going to be talking to um, a couple of guys, and they're going to be talking about forward-facing sonar and the way that it, um, you know, how to set it up, how to do that. We're also going to be talking to Cliff Crochet um, about – uh, some of the way that the Bass Pro Tour is going to be changing and the things they're going to be doing next year and, you know, some of the things that uh, Cliff has coming up. So tune back in. Uh, keep listening. Every other week we're going to have a new show. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Big Ed. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>